Martin and it's Tuesday which means we talk food and drink and that is the theme on the program today and we can't possibly talk food and drink without the man himself. Let me welcome Andrew Dambina on the program. Good morning to you Andrew. Morning, Sadia. That was a very big picking up there. Um, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Long time no talk. It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. A while. Yeah, so we're having the last bit of winter, do we reckon, today? Just yeah. A, a few more days before yeah. we get steamed into the spring. Yeah. I think. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I think so. I think so. <laughs> well, here's some. I've got some warming news for us from uh, three reports that I'm going to be talking about today. Um, I don't know if you've been to either of these places in the US, but I'll explain why they're connected in a sec. Las Vegas or Miami? Have you been to either of those? I haven't, actually. I don't think they're on the top of my list somehow. <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. Do <laughs> yeah. enlighten me, yeah. Andrew. Well, no, I've, I've actually never really thought about Miami, uh, mm. apart from sort of seeing it as, uh, as, a, as a location, you know, on... Yeah. Uh, on large or small screens, but mm-hmm. um, uh, or, or Las Vegas, uh, which I had no interest in years ago, sounds like it's kind of um, become more of a a sort of a, an open to all ages and interests type of place mm-hmm. than the CD reputation that perhaps it once had. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but anyway, the reason I'm talking about those places is that some big kind of personality uh, celeb news um, broke just uh, a couple of weeks ago and that was that uh, Las Vegas um, which has become home to some a lot of big name chef restaurants and some of the the, well best rated bars in the world anyway Mm -hmm. um, has just taken on board something from one of the many celebrities who put their name and face to restaurant or bar operations. And so it's, um, I don't know if you'll have heard of uh, this particular person involved in contemporary music, stage name Pitbull. Have you heard of this character? I can't say that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. I I, I think he does occasionally appear maybe with kind of guest vocalist in some Radio 3 songs, but he had his time really in, um, I'd say, the noughties, mm-hmm. where, he, where he was kind of an up-and-coming um, Hispanic um, um, e- uh, ethnic rapper based, okay. in, the, best based in, the, um, in the US. And he has... Um, he's he's put his name. He's become a partner a few years ago to um, a, a restaurant um, group. It's not a massive chain, but it's a it's a grill um, small group that was from Miami, and it's called the Miami Grill. Um, and it was it's been around since he grew in the 1980s, <clears throat> and um, it, it's it's a um, it's a fairly kind of contemporary looking chamber I've sent you one yes, food nice picture, picture which is steak not and chips. awfully exciting <laughs> uh, but it, but it, but it's um, but but the thing is that um, it, it, it's what what in the UK and I know you've spent some time there people might refer to and in some in some restaurants in Hong Kong as a kebab um, oh, oh, it, it's a donut uh, but, um, oh I just but, noticed yeah it's a donut kebab isn't it yeah, yeah. but it, but it, but in America um, they tend to call them, and Australia, gyros quite a bit. Yeah. And that's, um, a gyro is another name. They're interchangeable for kebabs. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just terminology. But they're usually made of either, um, it's, it's grilled meat sandwich, basically, with pita bread and a bit of salad and tzatziki, the, um, 
the the yogurt, yogurt um, cucumber sort of mm. uh, uh, condiment which mm. which lightens things up a bit as a, almost like a dressing. So he became a partner some years ago, but um, the, the the first one is arriving in uh, in Vegas from Miami. The picture I've sent you also is of the rest one of the restaurants in Miami, oh, and it looks very sort of how you might imagine yeah. Miami to be bright yeah. colours. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but it's but it, it it looks like um I mean if you transplanted that uh, exterior and the neon signs in the windows and stuff it could be at home in Soho or Lang Kwai Fong yeah. perhaps more yeah. so yeah. it's um so I mean it's it, what it is instead of having a you know a not a lot of the London when I think of kebab places in London where I grew up they were you know not salubrious places nothing wrong with them but they were but they were kind of no frills places yeah. this looks a bit kind of glammed up a bit vamped mm -hmm. so so that's just something that's going on because occasionally um on these tuesday chats i do talk about um um yeah just celebrities that have bought into either restaurant bars or more and more so drinks companies usually alcoholic drinks like wine or spirits and so on anyway yeah. that was the first little um, thing I wanted to mention today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, secondly, um, uh, uh, the first of two slightly lengthier segments of the report today. Um, and um, if you're wondering what a bowl of fruit was doing being sent to you, Sardia, uh, by, <laughs> I by see me, grapes, bananas, um, uh, uh, apples and kiwi, right? And a few other things, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. right. Not, not, not a bad selection and mm. a bit healthier than maybe some of the dishes served at, um, at, at Pitbull's Miami Grill, which are, <laughs> um, which are not unhealthy, but they're kind of, um, you know, not quite hitting yeah, it yeah. from a nutrient point of view in the way that uh, a bowl of fruit would do. Um, so uh, this is actually... An interesting report from the Guardian Australia edition. To be honest, I didn't even know there was an Australia edition, right. but I found that out when I was researching topics for today. Um, and it's, um, it, it was taking on the topic that, um, that one theory is that it is really, and I'm, well, I don't know if guilty is the right word, but I mean, I've always kept fruit in a fruit bowl, apart from certain fruits that might perish really quickly in the very hot time here in Hong Kong mm. where they might go in the fridge. What about, what about you? Are you a fruit oh, bowl person? I, um, I absolutely. I have a massive fruit bowl and um, I have some fruit in the fridge too. But as you said, Hong Kong, once the kind yeah. of sun comes in, those fruit probably don't, are not going to last. So I always try and put a few out yeah. and some in the fridge because it's not going to, exactly. you know, that's it. I think, I think that's definitely the way to go, mm. um, especially, you know, as, as most months, you know, nine or more months here are, are pretty warm. Mm. So, um, so but, but, this, but the article was more about the, um, uh, about the fact that um, people need to look at how to store uh, fruits and that fruit bowls um, do perish uh, really, really quickly, and it was not something that was mentioned when I when I grew up in the UK. But then, I wonder if it is even over there now, with uh, with climate change warming up temperatures everywhere mm, in the world. It's still um, cold in the UK. So the idea UK. is, yeah, yeah. It was it, 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 the, the idea though behind the the story in the Australian Guardian about it is that uh, is that if fruit if if, if sort of uh, perished fruit uh, along with other food products goes into landfill they contribute to greenhouse gases mm. and climate change mm. so there's um yeah so so there's a there's a an author 
um, of a book with a really long title. I'm going to take a deep breath before I say it. This is the name of the book. Um, Don't buy fruit and veg without me. Life-changing lowdown on how to choose, prep and cook with amazing produce. Okay, that's the, that's that, the, that, title. That's the very, very long-winded title of a book, which is actually on a cover by, um, uh, by a, um, a, a sort of second-generation Vietnamese-Australian called Tan Trong, who has declared war on the unlikely um, humble fruit bowl. And um, she says that, that really um, we need to be super aware of this now. It's not about maybe the home domestic economics of, of not buying things and just wasting money on them and throwing them away. It's about what it's doing to the planet. Oh, and the, Yeah, and, and the reason that, that deep fruit bowls, or the deeper they, they are, the more quickly... Um, if they're not ventilated, if they're sort of solid, deep bowls, um, that they go off more quickly, is that they, they trap a gas called ethylene. It's a natural gas that is emitted by a lot of ripening produce, not just fruits, uh, and they spread onto nearby fruits. Now, over the years, I've certainly noticed this. If you, you, might, you might, have you noticed this in your fruit bowl sometimes, Sonia? You might notice one... Yeah, one bad bucket. apple can make the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Right. But my bo- yeah. my fruit bowl is quite shallow. I don't have a really deep one because I always feel that then mm. something gets buried underneath and then if something happens, then yeah. the others are going to be affected by it. So, and I shallow well, fruit bowl is probably it. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the, the the two that are, the two that I've got in my home are actually kind of I'd say they're more shallow than mm. than deep as well. Mm. But just to, so so if anyone does have a deep one that isn't ventilated, that's not made of, of some kind of woven material that has air vents, then uh, then that's something to bear in mind. And also, soft fruit is a tip from this author um, that um, that don't keep those at the bottom because they emit the gas upward and it kind of affects the fruit on top so so be aware of that i, I think mean, that pretty from, much makes sense though andrew doesn't it i mean you'd never put the soft fruit at the bottom would you no i mean really? I, was about, I was about to say the same thing yeah i was about to say exactly the same thing i'll have to I mean, write a book on put, it though yeah yeah <laughs> no that's that's that, that that's that's one set one i think one element mm. isn't it so um, so basically, she then goes on to know what belongs into the fridge and what doesn't. And um, so you can store, I'm um, sure that, we are, that, that many of us will know this, but um, I mean, sometimes, to be honest, if I get a nice bunch of bananas, um, my, my wife and I have kind of disagreements about this. I used to sometimes put them in the fridge, otherwise the whole lot goes really dark at the same time and then they become... Um, inedible, excuse me. That's a that's the that's the Dembina dog making him making himself heard there. Um, so um, yeah, do do just um, I think really as we're getting into this humid temperature or climate uh, at the moment, also that has an effect as well because the uh, you know if you do get any condensation on your fruit skin, that can also penetrate and uh, cause the the fruits to go mouldy from from within as well. Anyway, maybe these are all common sense, but I just thought it was interesting that it was making big news mm. in the lifestyle section of Guardian Oz. Um, I have to go and look at my fruit bowl and just check it out now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and listeners, I suggest you do the same. Um, I came across a, a different article published. Um, uh, it was just over a week ago, mid so mid February, which may seem a bit late for this magazine, this US health and nutrition magazine to publish this article but it was entitled 
25 superfoods super to add to your gross, grocery list in 2024. And um, it's from the magazine called Eat This, Not That, which, um, which is really focused on uh, nutritious issues around food. But actually, to be honest, uh, it, it, it's gone with the throwaway tagline of its uh, list for 2024. But honestly speaking, it's of interest, I would say, evergreen. And unless these thoughts go away, then um, I would say, um, you know, you, you could bear these in mind at all. Now, there's 25 different superfoods, and I'm not going to go, <laughs> I'm going to try to go through them all. And some of them we might be aware of anyway, like mm-hmm. blueberries for antioxidants. Yep. Not going to touch some of those. <laughs> so I just picked out a few. I picked out six, and we can see if we um, get, get through uh, some of these. Um, now, I don't know how, you know, how deep you've gone into nutrition in different foodstuffs. Um, you might know these or, or some of these already. Mm-hmm. Um, but strawberries are, yeah. are do, you know about, yeah. do you know about strawberries, Sadia? To tell you the truth, they, it is an area that I'm, I, I focus on because both my husband and myself try and stay very healthy and, he need, and he's got certain health issues. So strawberries ah. seem to be a recurring thing that keep coming up that have them, they're really good for you. So, yeah, yeah we, we try very hard to have them. Yeah, well, okay, more reasons for you to have more strawberries, you and your husband. They are antioxidant-rich, like, like we just mentioned with blueberries, uh, and they provide um, good fibre, easily digestible fibre, potassium and flavonoids, which are in some other dark fruits and uh, grape pips as well, which are known mm. to be great um, protectors against viruses, diseases, they build up immunity, flavonoids. Um, and um, they also pack more vitamin C gram by gram than oranges. Um, so that's worth bearing in mind as well. Oh. Uh, fresh strawberries um, taken as eight or in American um, sort of parlance, one cup, um, uh, are enough to give you more than your vitamin C quota just mm. from any other f- food source Super. that you might have. Lovely. So um, they, they also have the ability, and I'm always interested in anything that does this, to lower um, the LDL cholesterol because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always, or I have been since my 40s, uh, battling um, high cholesterol, high cholesterol right. levels. Yeah. Okay. yeah, And they're also good. There's so many good things about them. Oh. They're good for blood pressure. Um, and they, uh, because of the, um, the lowering of LDL, they're also thought in scientific, um, journals to be good for, um, prevention of heart mm. attack and stroke. Mm. Don't we get too well, these, I'm just going to these, bring uh, loads of them in. <laughs> I yeah, mean, we've yeah. been, to tell you the truth, we, we do, I, I have a list of these things and I just try and make sure we get those. But yeah, amazing, isn't it? Just how much. It is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the next one that I'm going to touch, because um, there are some things that people will know about this already, but to me, I didn't touch eggs, um, especially egg yolks, for a really long time because of my cholesterol thing. Right. Um, now, that was going back a few, some years. Do you know this already, that, that, that the theory on this has totally been turned upside down a few years ago, well, two or three know, years ago. Uh, every time I've been reading up about this, they keep saying that, you know, egg white is good, but egg yolk's not good at all. And it's funny, I just read that yesterday. But yeah, I, I would well, like to know that are we okay with it? Because it, in all of the stuff that you look up, it does say about egg yolks. And 
to tell you the truth, we've been avoiding, I've been avoiding eggs for a little while now because of kind of blood sugar levels and things like that. So, Oh, blood sugar levels. Mm. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, um, the, the, generally speaking, you can still find articles online that will, that, that, that do, um, adhere to the old egg yolks are not good for you, but, for two to three years, when I was told about this by nutritionists in Hong Kong, I delved into it, and uh, more and more, um, this has now been thrown out of the window wow. by most nutritionists wow. as, as being bad for the wrong type of cholesterol. So it, it's recommended that people with cholesterol concerns um, would never eat more than one whole egg, both white and yolk, a day. Mm. Um, but um, to be to be sensible. But I was avoiding them totally, as I was with dairy and some other products for for some years. We have been got. too. Gosh, right, that right, for the, for, the, for the same sort of reasons. Yeah. you know, it's a hard it's a hard balance because dairy has have so many other nutrients, but then you can get them elsewhere. Mm. Um, I mean, it's mostly the calcium, which you can certainly find in other foods, if not supplements. So it's not not essential. Yeah, I I, I also have very very little. Um, in the way of dairy dairy products these days. Um, but eggs, back to eggs. They've also got vitamin D, which we all need on cloudy days like this. Um, iron, which I didn't know. Um, zinc, and um, they have uh, six grams, six to eight grams, depending on the size, of the highest quality protein. It's really, they're really great source of protein for their size. Um, so I'm going to move on to another one because I'm watching the time here yes. and I'll just choose one out of the remaining few that I've got. Um, and I want to mention about um, arugula, which has been thought in very recent times to be good uh, for some of its uh, chemical compounds to ward off particular types of um, cancer tumours. <coughs> Breast cancer, uh, lung, prostate and pancreatic has been found really to help those who have been diagnosed with that and then um, to, uh, are asked to take it through nutritionists. Um, and uh, it, it enhances our metabolism. Um, but I, w I won't go into more of that now because I can see we're right on time yes. to probably wrap this up. Sounds great. But obviously we can look those up and, and find out more about those. Yeah. Um, yep. Let me Brilliant. tell you, the, the magazine is called Eat This, Not That. You can find all 25 there. Okay, that's brilliant. We'll do that. Andrew, thank you very much. That was great. And I'm great. I'm happy about the strawberry thing that I'm on the right track anyway. Okay, <laughs> Good, thank you. Them. Thank you ever so Bye. much. See you then. Thank Bye. You.